Mm, going down your neck of the woods, bro. It's going down, people. <clears throat> going down in your side of the woods. Arsenal. Man City. <laughs> at the Emirates. Wednesday. 3 p.m. Eastern Time. U.S. 9 p.m. UK time or 8 p.m. doesn't matter. Big, 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 big game. We said it once, we said it twice. The title comes down to our two matchups. Uh-huh. I still think that holds through. True. I still think it holds true. And we're finally here. I think we've been anticipating it. I think fans of football all over the world have been anticipating it. Uh-huh. Champions League is going to be at the same time. That's not the, that's not the main event. The main nope. event is Arsenal versus Man City. And uh, it's a big one, man. It's going to be one of those games where my heart rate will be between 120 beats per minute and... 135. Uh, wow. I'll get high heart rate notifications on my Apple Watch. Uh-huh. Um, I will have to explain that to my doctor. It will be explained. I will come with evidence. I promise I wasn't uh, experiencing cardiac arrest. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, this is a big one. This is a big one. Um, we just did a podcast. We'll release this one tomorrow or Wednesday before the game. Probably tomorrow, though. Uh, Tuesday, February 14th, Valentine's Day. There you go. But there's no love here, motherfucker. This Eat is your a, heart there's out. There's no bitch. time to be lovey dovey. Uh, I respect Man City. I just do, I don't respect Pep stealing my whispering. Um, but this is a big one. The champions going against the first place Arsenal team who have hit a little blip. But if push comes to shove, and you're going to say it, they've probably been the deserving first place team thus far. Hell so yeah. uh, this is. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. I'm already getting nervous. What I know. I know feeling? where to start. I know where to start. What? We already have a disagreement. What? Pep didn't see my whispering. He started whispering first. No, 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 oh. no. That, that ball frog definitely <laughs> stole your fucking whispering. There's no question. I back you in that regard. <laughs> um, I do not believe that the league depends on our two games now. What does it depend on? It de- it depends. I don't think either of our clubs should either of our clubs lose both games. I don't think even with the game in hand out of what I've seen out of Arsenal recently, I think there's enough from both sides that if one has one dip in form in the other, the league can be snapped up in two games because I've now seen a blip in Arsenal and I've seen up and down roller coasters in city to -hmm. know, there's potential. And also, it's the way the dip in form for Arsenal's coming. Self-sustained, without any sort of knock or injury or major, uh, 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 like, tribal moments. That was how many months ago? But it's still big. You can't tell me he doesn't make a difference. Did you, at one point, with him gone, not feel comfortable with Eddie at the helm? Enough said. Yesterday, I did. did The other day, I did. Because Eddie, I feel like Eddie does not do well against those low block teams. Let's not do this to Eddie. 
I'm not Eddie. doing it to Eddie, but it's, it's Eddie. just a reality. That's, and that's not a criticism. No, that's it's fair. Jesus is better against low blocks. That's not, that's not a criticism. It's all fair because what you're trying to say is that not until recently until that is what you're saying. You didn't start to feel that. But Eddie, when Jesus went down, Eddie stepped up to the plate. You guys kept rocking. So it's the way the slump has come. There's not an exact reason for it. There's questions. There's 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 nodding of the head. There's from a, from there is a, a reason though, right? The low block is giving us problems. We've even seen it in other games. We've just gotten a little, you know, a little luck. We've seen it. We saw it in the Wolves game. Jesus, that's why I said it. And I think I think we have to say Arteta. Like I said, uh, you beat you beat Apollo Creed, and guess what? The the victory is not there. The glory is not there. You have to get back in the gym and train for Clubber Lang. And Clubber Lang is the low block. I think in these games, we have to switch up our formation. I think you saw it in Man City versus Tottenham. Not the formation, but maybe not the formation, but the lineup has to be changed. I think you saw it in Man City versus Tottenham. You guys were very, very narrow and very easy to defend with with a low block formation or a back five formation. Yeah, formation stuff. Yeah, I don't like it. I can tell you what we're not going to do. And you know what it is? It's the inverted midfielder. Yeah. Both teams do it, and it makes us very narrow. Mm-hmm. And we have a great left back named Kieran Tierney on the bench, who's mm-hmm. a traditional fullback who mm-hmm. would make us wider, who has speed along that, who can overlap Martinelli and and and, and invert Martinelli. Now, now you have an inverted winger. So I yeah. think that, along with the return of Gabriel Jesus, will help us in these low block games. And mm-hmm. it's good that we're seeing this now instead of April where we maybe go against a couple relegation sides and they play the low block. Yeah. And then we have to figure out in real time while playing in Europa League, you know, and players getting burned out there. So I think there's reasons for it. I think I think for you to say, I don't know the reason, mm, I don't think that's fair. Did we play a low block against you? No, you'll never play it. Pep's going to play a low block? No, I just wanted to confirm. So it, it just – It makes six changes. No, okay. So we're did we okay. not have good chances in the first half? And that's what I wanted to get to. So now we're acknowledging that there were chances, and maybe we didn't finish chances. Yeah, against you didn't finish, and uh, your boy made a couple good saves. Yeah. So so uh, you can't stand him too right now. But he was good that game. Uh, yeah, he was. He's shit on. He he. The fucking Southampton game. I mean, the th- the second goal was just FA Cup might be his level. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's a cup, he's a he's a cup keeper, no question. I mean, he was for fucking free if we're if we're having a conversation, okay? We didn't pay a damn thing for him; it was a free transfer. So, um, I, I I'm amped about this game. Reported or unreported? Huh? Reported or unreported? Unre- unre- uh, unreported, unreported. <laughs> there are no, he cost us nothing. I don't know if you're gonna find anything yourself. Um, or leak something. I dare you. Uh, so what I would say to to how this is gonna match up, what we just did the villa, we're not gonna do against you. Um, it was an absolute magical performance, but we did that because we're trying to solve this situation of the left back. And the left back is not the situation that we need to try to solve against Arsenal because of the Nathan Ake comfort with him playing the position. What we did against Villa was really fucking cool, though. If I can get nerdy for a second. It's cool, dude. It was so fucking cool, bruh. So cool, bruh. He took Bernardo. And in attacking, he literally stuck him anywhere in the midfield, even sometimes out wide. But in defense, he stuck him at left back. The man was literally 
everywhere on that pitch. And for us, we would never even think about doing it against Arsenal. Because, I mean, <laughs> you guys would put up four on our heads before it was in the 30th minute the way our, our back line is so susceptible. And and just the gaps that are going to be there. You noted the, the holes with the, the, the center backs. It's because we spread it out and go a true three in the back when we're attacking now. Um, just trying to get two up front with Holland. So I... I don't. I know we're not going to do that. We're going to go traditional. We're going to go more of the inverted. We're going to have a pivot with with Rodri and I think Bernardo. Let Bernardo try to to, to roam in that midfield. Um, I don't know who's going to miss out in the starting lineup because I'm predi- with Ake back. I think Gundo misses. Yeah, we're giving starting lineups here too. By the way. Okay, we are. <laughs> yeah, for sure. This okay. is a preview. Okay. We're previewing everything. If you yeah. think. If you think you guys are going to make another banner on your end, uh, uh, then predict that as well. Another banner, <clears> which was oh. which I think was a clever banner, by the way. I actually like that. I thought it was Lord funny. Panic in the London, in the yeah. streets of London. Um, it's referencing our lawyer, not anything to do with Arsenal. I know, I know. Uh, the the Nathan Ake starting for sure. Um, Ruben Diaz and Laporte, because I think we really saw how good they are and how better we are with the passing. I feel a lot better about going four in the back and going the traditional, what Pep has done late traditionally because of the Laporte left-sided foot being able to get those passes. That really helped with the transition. And Ruben Diaz is, I mean, the guy's fucking incredible with his, with his dimes. Uh, And my right back is going to be Kyle Walker. So I'm going Kyle Walker, Ruben Diaz, Emmerich Laporte, and Nathan Ake. Um, also, we might even see a little switching of what I just said. Let not Nathan Ake tuck in three. Kyle Walker now move forward. Keep Rodri and Bernardo pivoted to have like a five in the back and let Walker kind of run that that backside. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that's my back four. Obviously, Ederson. Uh, Bernardo, Rodri middle, Bernardo left, Kevin right. And then I'm going with... Am I predicting what I think he's going to do or what I'm what I would prefer? You can do both. That's what we're doing here. What he's going <laughs> to do is Holland Grealish Mares. Mm-hmm. What I want him to do, what I would prefer is Foden Alvarez Mares. Yeah, I don't want Holland starting against you this game. Cuz he's injured or possibly has nothing to do with the injury. Well, has a little bit. It's enough for me to be scared and know in the time and gap between playing Sunday to a Wednesday. It's Who do you play next week, by the way? Huh? Who do oh, you play next question. week? Great question. I think I'm pretty sure it's – is it the Evertonians? Is it? No. Uh, Forest. Nottingham Forest. Away? Uh, yeah, away. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, that not him. So I would say I don't want Holland to start this game. I need okay. pressure on your back line, and how Alvarez gives that more than Holland does. That's pretty obvious to say. Not to mention he's he's got the niggles. Whatever the situation is, whether he's really hurt, whether he's not hurt, I don't care. Don't take the chance. Julian Alvarez has shown himself. He provides more pressure up front. We need that fluidity. I think it would really help for sure. So. Yeah. I actually think the Holland situation helps us. It's okay. 
But it's not that we're worse off with Holland or anything like that. And the next time, play him, no question. Because right now with the form that we're in, I think we're a lot smoother with Alvarez on the pitch because it's what we've done naturally before. With Holland, I still think we're good, we're smooth, but it just takes a little bit more, more time and energy in a game that focus in on that final third. We are not afforded that time frame with a, with a club as good as Arsenal. We need to be from the jump rocking. I think we do that with Alvarez less than we do with, with Holland. So that would be my starting 11. Yeah, and that's why I said if, if Holland's injured, um, it, it really makes no difference for me because I think you could play just as well with Alvarez and you could play in a different way that might be more effective in this game. Yeah. Um, for me, um, I'm, I'm still confident going into this game. I think when we've you've seen we played teams that are going to just, you know, play us straight up, we have success. We're able to uh-huh. do what we are best at, and uh-huh. that's moving the ball around, getting Odegaard in good spaces, uh, him, you know, finding those open slots, getting uh-huh. Saka in, getting Eddie and Ketia to scrap up the, the loose balls, getting, you know, being a poacher, poacher yeah. um, dominating the midfield with Partey, Xhaka, and – uh, Odegaard as the attacking midfielder, getting Zinchenko up there as the fourth midfielder. Um, you know, I said Tierney might be better in the low block games, but Zinchenko is definitely going to be the guy in this game. I know he's going to be motivated. He's yeah. going to be, he'll be the reason we win, in my opinion. He's brought that mentality. He'll continue to bring that mentality and he'll be up for this game. So I'm not worried about Zinchenko. He got his bad game out of the way Saturday, too. So I think that's better for this. Um, Big talking point. Obviously, the back four picks itself. I don't think he's going to go Tamiyasu. Um, but honestly, I might. I might go Tamiyasu. I think I think Tamiyasu would be better against Grealish than Ben Whitewood. I really do. Ben. Huh? I think you deserve. I think Ben deserves. I it. think Ben will play, but uh, if he switches it up, I wouldn't be surprised. Tamiyasu is quality. He's very quality, and people yeah. are forgetting that he was great last year. And yeah, I, I, but I think he's going to keep it the same. I think the back five picks itself: um, Ramsdale, Ben White, Saliba, Gabriel, <clears throat> Zinchenko, the midfield, of course, Partey, Xhaka, and Odegaard. Nothing's going to be changed there. Saka on the right, and Ketia down the middle. Now, here we go. The left wing is here a talking go. point. Martinelli has not been great since the World Cup. Hasn't scored in 2023 at all. Um, he's been shaky. Really? You did not know And that. this is a tactical thing for me. He doesn't have Jesus. So Eddie plays straight down the middle, and he doesn't have an overlap. Remember, Zinchenko was not healthy for us in the first half. There was a lot of tyranny there who was able to overlap and give him some space. Yeah. He's completely isolated. If you see those statistics where they show where, where the players were most of the time, uh-huh. You see a huge shift, and we're playing. Everybody's playing on the right, and you see Martinelli isolated. So, how's that going to be changed here? The difference here is you guys aren't playing a low block. Uh-huh. Martinelli uh-huh. is best when he's running downhill. I saw a lot, even though you guys played good. Ali Watkins got the ball running downhill a lot. You uh-huh. guys leave a lot of space in that back end. You Keep left it. a lot of space against Tottenham. You, left, you still left space against Aston Villa. Yeah. And Martinelli is at his best when he's able to run downhill in space. Uh-huh. He outpaces players. He's good dribbling with the ball at his feet. He's very direct. 
So I wouldn't drop him in this game. As good as Trissard has been, Trissard can be that, hey, it's 2-2. We need that extra push. Yeah. Okay, we have Trissard, and we've seen he can be very effective in this moment. He scored a goal on the weekend. Great yeah. goal, by the way. And I would keep it that way. I think this is a game for Martinelli to break out of it because of how you guys play. And it's gonna it's gonna play right into his best his best abilities, so I would keep it the same. Um, we have a thanks a lot Premier League, the best league in the world. We have a game uh, Wednesday night, and then we have a noon game on Saturday. Best league in the world, guys. Um, you guys That's play at three, crazy. but a fucking noon game, really? Ugh, awful. Um, so I think we'll see heavy rotation in that game, but yeah. fuck that game. We're talking about this one. So yeah, I'm I'm still confident. I've seen a blip, but that blip was against two teams that played the same exact fucking style, uh-huh. um, and that has always been a worry. You have said it. How are they going to do against low block teams? Yeah, I have said it as well. So um, that's just something we'll have to defeat. I think our crowd is going to be rocking. Uh-huh. Um, I think. Arteta is going to have these guys focused. I think even you might have seen the lethargy from this team because they're probably thinking about City a little bit. Uh, it's just natural. You know, you have a big game Wednesday. You have a game Saturday. Oh, we beat this team 3 nothing. We have City next. Yeah. You know, you could have seen that lethargic performance because of that. I think we'll be prepared for this. I really do. I'm not going to get my score prediction yet because I think there's other things we can talk about before we end it with our score predictions. But, yeah, I, I'm confident. Um, I'll be nervous. I'll be shitting my pants at 3 p.m. Um, obviously, you know, yeah. this, this Man City team is no slouch. They're defending champions for a reason. They're juggernauts for a reason. Um, so, yeah, I'll be nervous at game time. But despite these two results, despite the form, you know, people, people are so quick to say, oh, Man City's in form because they beat Villa. Well, they weren't informed two days ago. So let's not act like the, the game completely switches because of what happened. You know, it does have have things. But if this was at the Etihad, I'd, I'd be feeling a lot different. But the fact that this is the Emirates, and guess what, guys? We still haven't – get close to the speaker. Pep, this is for you, my friend. We still haven't lost at the Emirates oh, wow. all year. So this has been a good place to play. It's been a lot of success for us. Yeah. So – I think we can do it. I think we can do it. And I'm, I'm really excited for this game. Like I said, I'll be nervous, but this is a big-time game, man. This is this is what this is what you train all year for. This is what yeah. you do for these big moments. It's – if there are particular matchups that I'm looking on that pitch that I'm looking forward to, if we go with the predicted lineups, I'm very curious as to how Sinchenko is going to deal with the potential overlap with Kyle. And we know that Sinchenko is seasoned and he's a veteran, but I'm curious if to how, if there is a point of attack that Pep is going to choose, where and how is that, that form of attack? Typically for us, it's been down that left side. Um, mm-hmm. We had Jao, we want to go ahead and go down the left side. With Nathan Ake, less because obviously he's a little bit more limited moving forward. Right. But we've been able to... Um, adapt in different ways we know this is leg two of the chess match um between miguel and pep Um, Mm -hmm. and and in the first one it was more of a chess match arsenal chose not to play their main players brought some of them on later try to go ahead and get a result so 
you know, whatever. I I I feel very good that both clubs are gonna show up. Mm-hmm. I don't think early on there's gonna be a moment where we're saying, "Wow, one's getting peppered by the other," and there's not yeah. at least the threat of attack from the other from the other club. Yeah. Um, and remember, the- I compared that first match to a boxing match, a championship yeah. fight, where the first two rounds you're just mm-hmm. kind of getting each other's footwork. Mm-hmm. You're seeing how he's throwing the jab. You're yep. seeing how much power he has in that right hand. It's just a feel out round where there's a lot of footwork. There's a lot of tapping, mm-hmm. kind of that thing. And then the third round comes and they start throwing blows. Yeah, there's. I'm, I, I think it's going to be right from the jump. I think it's going to be right from the jump. There's going to be some, some, some actions, some real quick one-two movements. I'm very curious as to how uh, the the two managers are going to play this out. Um, how did you say you were setting up midfield again? I'd go Bernardo at left, Kevin at right, and Rodri at middle. Um, I here's just one thing. I want I want to get the whispers out there while we can, since we're doing whispers. You know, you haven't paused at the Emirates yet. That's very interesting. That's scary. Scary to think about with our record and how stadiums do for City. But I don't know if you know this. Pep and Miguel have a little bit of a relationship and they've actually played each other a lot as managers. Now, don't look now. Don't fucking do it. But if you Google how many times Miguel Arteta has beaten Pep as a manager, well... I don't think it's like every cup semifinal, and that's it. No, I don't think you'll like the number. Don't look, though. Don't look. Don't don't look. I'm gonna tell you something else, my friend. (laughs) We had William at the right wing. We had Mustafi at center back. We had David Luiz at center back. We had a Mustafi. Did I just hear Mustafi? (laughs) We had a midfield of Granite Chaka, Joe Willick, and Danny Ceballos. Times <laughs> with Abamian playing the left wing. <laughs> My point is, those teams sucked balls. Sure. If I remember correctly, last January, we played you guys very well, and it took a red card for you guys to win at the Emirates. <laughs> Do you really want to play back that red card? Yeah, it was gutless. <laughs> it was warranted. Yeah, it, it was gutless. It was one it of was the not, dumbest it decisions. It's a dumb challenge, but it wasn't worth the red card, especially after so that gutless penalty you guys got. It was the last man. It was fucking stupid. It was at the halfway. Don't give me that last man shit when it was at the freaking halfway line. It was the last man, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. It you was. Both of us acknowledge we leave space on the back end. We're yeah. both going for I'm it. sure, yeah. but that never gets called. The last man thing never gets called in the halfway mark. Yeah. I've seen it time after time, and the ball wasn't at Jesus's feet. It was a freaking over-the-top pass. I was going to say, because if there's a question of diving, it was But the facts are the facts. We team. outplayed you in the first half. Second half, it was pretty even. Even even we were at de- ten men, and um, I think the Arsenal fans are gonna remember uh, Rodri celebrating like a madman. Uh-huh. Um, he will too. Yeah, I'm sure he will. But he's a dickhead, and I hate him. I know it. 
Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so I think it's time. We're 24 minutes in. Uh-huh. Give your final words, your final rebuttal. Um, kind of like they do in court. You should know about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is, regardless out of the court, whatever the findings present, you're not going to believe it. So it don't matter, does it? No. Hey, I'll be, I'm going to be on uh, the conspiracy forum saying, hey, Ivan Tony, Lee Mason, check the call logs. That's right. <laughs> if there's been the any contact. <laughs> Who owns WhatsApp? Yeah. Call the company and have it cracked. We need to be able to see inside the DMs. I'm not saying anything, but I'm just, saying I'm just, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> connecting dots. <laughs> we need reckless speculation sound. That's what we need. Mm, trust me. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, it's going to be a draw. It's going to be very oh, attacking. Gutless. Uh, it's going to be a draw. No. And and I will say if, if there is going to be a blowout one way or the other, it favors Arsenal. Arsenal have been more consistent. And I would think the Arsenal uh, squad can probably get a 4-1, 4-2 victory before City can get a 4-1, 4-2 victory. It's going to take some real fuckery from Ramsdale for us to get four past him. So I would say it's going to be a 2-2 draw. Uh, my prediction is that Arsenal are going to score – I'm sorry, City are going to score first. I think we're going to make a statement quick, and I think Arsenal are going to be able to rebound. Uh, It's going to be 1-1 at the half. Some subs will come on. Phil Foden will be on that pitch, and he will score the second goal for us. Mm. Um, I got it. Goal scores? Oh, we can if you want. I got 2-2. Yeah, I got got Foden scoring one. one. I got Saka scoring one, and I got Odegaard scoring another. I got Saka. Pick one, though. That we'll, oh. that we'll use because we oh. usually do it three for the whole week. This is yeah, just a, right. a one-off. Yeah, I'll go Phil. Phil Foden's my goal scorer. All right. And your final score was what? What was the draw? 2-2. Two, two. Yeah, 2-2 two, two draw. I have two on the board for Man City. For the home team, Arsenal, my team, my club, my squad, the noble, noble team that does everything by the books. Oh, quote that man. I'm just kidding. Quote that man. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a tight, tight game. I think opposite of you, I think we will get on the board first. Uh, I totally agree. There is it, right out the gate. This is going to be beautiful football. And it's going to be from minute one to minute 90. Like I said, the first two rounds of the 12 round championship fight were already were already played. Right now we're going three to seven, and that second leg will be eight to twelve, <clears throat> or three to six, and then six, whatever. Um, seven, seven to twelve. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, this is going to be right from the get-go. Beautiful football. Odegaard getting to spaces, dropping in passes, one twos, triangles with Ben White and Saka, getting the balls in. Uh, you're going to see some shots on goal right away, and I think by minute 10, it'll be one nothing Arsenal. I expect a response from City, uh, whispering from Pep on the sidelines to really motivate everybody and to really rub it in my face that he stole my style. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, I think you guys will equalize at some point. Uh, I see it going 1-1 into half, and then that second half is going to be Squeaky bum time, as they say, for both of oh, us. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. I see us coming out of this 3-2. I think we'll be able to score. 
I think you guys will also be able to score. I think our defense has been a little shaky. and um, But we'll be ready. We'll be up for the challenge. And the thing about that first match was, like I said, feel-out round. And I think Arsenal oh. showed, even with rotating players, they can hang with City. There's no real discrepancy here. These are two top teams. And it took a Nathan Ake goal to get the 1-0 victory. And I think they came out of that game saying, yeah, we could do this. Next game's at Emirates, guys. We'll see you there. And they'll be ready. 3-2 Arsenal. And goal scorer, I think Bukayo Saka, his record, his scoring record against big teams, scored against Man U both games, scored against Liverpool. Should have had the goal versus Chelsea. They gave it to Gabriel. He tapped it in. Um, scored against Tottenham. He scores in the big games. So I expect nothing less but another Bukayo Saka goal. That's going to be good. It's yes. going to be a good matchup. It's yeah, going to be a really good great. matchup. When game time comes around, I'm going to be saying, uh, I don't know if I can do this for two hours, but I have to be here for my team. <laughs> It'll be a nerve-wracking game. Will you be nervous? I, I'm still trying to work out the dynamics of whether I'm going to have off or not. I'm still, I have a few meetings that day that people are tra- in the morning specifically that are trying that people are trying to get in afterwards. I think I can get away. The game's at what time does Three. it start? Three. Okay, good. Yeah. Coverage starts at one. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to be in front. I will be nervous, but I also think, ah, these are the matchups I really live for, man. Like I get more nervous about semifinals in the champions league, but when it comes to the prem, these are the ones where I'm like, this this is comforting. This is the comfortable pressure that I like. The the we've been here before. And I also do believe, again, I'll say this too, if it works in my favor. If we slap you, this is not the end of the the league is not determined on Wednesday. I mm. think you you still have the game in hand. You still have enough to be able to move forward and still win. Same for City. I think as long as we don't get slapped and show con- consistency from what we've just showed over the weekend and build off that, I think we're right in the ship and we're going to be able to go on a run. That's what I'm banking on. Yeah, I think it's a must win for Arsenal. I think you have to win the game at home. I really do. Yeah, I really do. And I'm looking at Man City's fixtures coming up, and it's uh, it's pretty easy. There's no reason to think you guys would drop points. I mean, you do have Champions League coming up. Um, I think your squad is not as strong with the the turmoil that's kind of been there. Like there, there is still some problems there. I mean, um, you said it yourself. You think they're probably the Kyle Walker rumblings may be true, but Nottingham Forest away, they're decent at home, but you guys should win that. Bournemouth is after that away, decent at home. You guys should win that. I mean, these are relegation sides or sides that have been fighting relegation. Newcastle at home, Crystal Palace away. Those are probably the two tough games. But then after that, it's West Ham at home. Liverpool at home, Southampton away. So, I mean, I'm looking at those games, and they're not that tough. You go look at our schedule. Like I said, a ridiculous – those noon starts, they're the worst. They're the worst. They are. You never know what you're getting out of those games. So a noon start two days after Man City or three days after Man City, that's a fucking another trap game right there. And it's away at Villa Park. Tough place to play. Their crowd is always very, very good. Um, so for me, that game and then Leicester's hitting form and we got to go to King Power the following weekend. So 
those are two tough games. Definitely tougher than Forest and fucking Burnmouth. So yeah. I think it's a must win. I really do. So we'll see. Um, we'll probably try to do a podcast after the game Wednesday. And yeah. then we'll have to do another one to recap things, uh, preview things for the coming weekend. And uh, like we said, we got Champions League this week as well. Great games. Um, Champions League this week as well, and uh, Man City versus Barcelona, Mar- Man United versus Barcelona, also in the Europa League. Yeah. So there's a lot happening this week. There's a lot happening, um, and yeah, that's it. Man City Arsenal Wednesday for all not all the marbles, but big big fucking game. Let's go. Oh yeah. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, and yeah. It'll be a good one, regardless of the result. Uh, somebody's gonna probably be disappointed. Somebody's gonna be happy. But I think at the end of the day, it's going to be a game that everybody's going to be watching, and it's going to mm-hmm. be a great game. So, yeah, hell yeah, no injuries, nobody. Keep it clean. Yeah. The feistiness is all going to be there for sure. But I think since the manager, it's interesting. I don't think we've either of clubs have a rivalry that's unique like this because both clubs, I think, goes go into it with a bit of trepidation, knowing that the, the managers have a connection. City are kind of like we just gave you Jesus. Arsenal are kind of like you just gave us players. Yeah. We don't know if we should like you or hate you. This is we're going after your shit. I mean, and also if you want to throw the the allegations and the charges, technically your, our manager was there. So if there is retroactive shit that's given, what that does that say about us since we grabbed them? There's so much shit that you can go down that path that I think both clubs are kind of like looking at each other like, hey, what the fuck are we doing here? Um, so I'm very, very curious how that's going to be. No question. The Emirates, regardless of where you stand is probably one of the toughest places to play in the league. So I'm obviously knowing that that place is going to be bumping. Um, but I know that city are riding high on an emotion right now. We're riding high on, on what we can do. And I think this is just another level to kind of keep it up. So I feel like our butt cheeks were already clenched over the weekend and seeing the success of the, of the, of the clenched cheeks. Going through that at home sets us up for a nice little situation on Wednesday. But again, you got to respect the opponent mm-hmm. clear and far and away the best opponent that we've faced all year. That's been the best, one of the best teams in all of Europe. So it'll be really, really fun to see that those first few minutes is going to be, if you can watch anything, I think that's going to probably be the part where you want to watch. And it's just like, okay, let me look away after something happens or, all right, it's getting too tight. I'm going to look away kind of thing. So I don't know. We'll see. I fucking hope I can get in front of the television, man. Yeah. Yeah. You got to try to do that, but we'll recap it on Wednesday. May the best team win. And um, we'll be back with probably a couple more podcasts this week. All right, so Premier Prep Talk, Man City Arsenal Preview, we're out. Peace. Peace.